Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey everyone, it's Antonio from Nana Tings. Uh, before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you for listening to these important episodes and series of Mental Health Year. I'm really trying to break down the stigma and not make it such just a mental health day in October. I really just want to talk about it daily, especially with what I'm going through right now. I just got diagnosed with general anxiety disorder. So I want to be able to talk to other people and not just anxiety about all different things that's going on. But while I get into these episodes, I just want to mention a few free anxiety attack helplines and resources that are available. Um, there's one National Alliance on Mental Illness helpline. It's 1-800-950-6264. They are available Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, this organization provides free information and referral to treatment programs, support groups, and educational programs. Then you have National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. If severe anxiety is causing you to experience suicidal thoughts, don't hesitate to call this free 24-hour crisis intervention hotline. Counselors can help you ease your anxiety and get you to a clear headspace you need to seek help. There's also a Spanish-speaking hotline. It's 1-888-628-9454. Hard of hearing is one 800 799-4889. Veterans, 1-800-273-8255. Then we have Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration Helpline, 1-800-662-4357. And it's if you're not in danger of harming yourself or others, but you're ready to seek medical care for your anxiety, this organization helps you locate services that can help you find a mental health facility near you. Then we have Boys Town National Hotline, 1-800-448-3000. Anxiety in teenagers are becoming more common as they face and, you know, pressures with schoolwork and preparation and, you know, just growing up. So this is a, an organization that helps uh, teenagers and parents. And the hotline is 24-7 and it's a free crisis intervention service. So I will be putting these in the bio every episode. Uh, please feel free to reach out. And don't be afraid to ask for help. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for more episodes. Thank you. For this week of Mental Health Year, I decided to upload my interview from October with Local Fest NYC. It was a really cool online IGTV um, live festival that works at Restore NYC uh, and raises awareness and money for human trafficking. So please enjoy. I got to talk with my good friend, Sabria. We, I think, spent like 50 minutes on mental health, anxiety, self-sabotage, growing, and of course, my new book, and talking about pretty much what inspired me to write everything. So stay tuned, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. wasn't like a, such a cloudy day because we have this beautiful skylight but it's still like yeah like well i have a ring light <laughs> <laughs> he's like i got a little extra something 
I was I like, she's ready. Like, I wonder if, it, if I should even turn on the lights or if it'll look too weird. Um, you look fine. Okay. I'm just hey. gonna Okay, flex, another flex, thanks. <laughs> let me put on, let me put this on. Boom, there you go, it's fine. I'm far away anyways, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, it me, no, literally, it me. And I decided to put in a little bit extra more effort today. I got a little lip gloss, got this going, instead of my oversized t-shirt. <laughs> the best for you. Hey. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna wait for just a couple of more people to kind of pop in. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully, some of your friends can join. Yeah. Or your mans can join. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see if he's in bed or not. You can join or not. <laughs> <laughs> but have you been? How's your weekend been? It's been good. Um, it was Omar's birthday. Well, it's his birthday today, so we did like oh yeah, we did a little celebration yesterday. I had some people over and some drinks. Um. Uh, and then Friday, what I, oh my god, I'm getting old, I can't remember, what did I do Friday? <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, you went to brunch one of the week, one of the days. Oh yeah, I did like a walk <laughs> outside and then brunch, yeah. <laughs> yeah how, how did I know? I'm such I a big fan. Know. How are you? <laughs> Um, you know, obviously yesterday I spent doing this all day and it was so fun. Like it's, it was like my first time going live for real and it was just so, so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just really loved it. And I do just want to like talk real quick about the charity and just kind of remind people that we are still doing a giveaway. We are raising money for Restore NYC to help fight, uh, to help them fight and end sex trafficking in New York yes. and to help them restore the well-being of survivors. And for everyone watching or that's going to be watching even when it's not live, two ways to enter into win or giveaway which is featuring your book so thank you again for donating <laughs> your book to be part of our giveaway um the giveaway includes a 50 dollars visa gift card tony's book christina's custom art piece and kim music finds offering artist development consultations um yeah so then one dollar donates donated equals one entry to the giveaway and you can also, if you can't donate, that's totally cool. Please share and you can follow, like local festivals and tag a friend in the comments. One tag equals one entry. Tag a million friends and you get a million entries. <laughs> so I know you've prepared um, some poems to read, but I was hoping you could kind of just give a brief introduction about yourself. Yeah. Um, hey guys, I'm Antonio Lorenzo. I am a actor, dancer, and author. Uh, today, along with this amazing charity that we're doing and raising awareness for human trafficking, I will be reading some poems. I, my recent book is called Falling Angel, Rising Phoenix. And I, I sort of took you on a ride of like um, falling and then rising. So I did 11 poems of me crashing. It was about last year when I wrote it uh, about self-induced anxiety, self-sabotage. And then the rest of the poems are pretty much me having that like looking in the mirror kind of moment and figuring my shit out. And um, yeah, and then using it as therapy. So it's, it's a short book, it's 19 poems and you'll see pretty much my, my psyche, how I like sort of self-sabotage and fell on the floor and then rose like a phoenix. 
I um, love that. Yeah, it came out June 1st. Um, a Pride I, Month! Hey, perfect. And yeah, it um, it's on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. It's even in Walmart eBooks, um, Apple. So yeah, I'm on Goodreads as well. Um, yeah, it's been it's been cool. You know, I growing up, I've always wanted to be like a theater person, a performer, um, and now I've sort of dived into literature. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, I think you studied like the arts in college. Yeah. Um, I was on my dance team in college, and I always took English classes because I loved writing. Um, but yeah, it's fun to like, you know, yeah. yeah of <laughs> Hi everyone, by the way, I love what Yeah, thank you all here. for joining in. Diego's here. Ash just gave my face. Woo! The game. Oh, Giovanni. Hey. Hey. And you've done a reading before, so you're a pro at this. Yeah, yeah, I've done a reading. I'm actually hosting a release party October 12th at Three Dollar Bill. If anyone wants to come, it's from 5 to 11. It's super COVID friendly, obviously. Um, we have a DJ, all that. I love you too, Diego. <laughs> we love supportive friends. This is cute. 100%. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how you want to do it. If you wanted to tell a story between each poem, like however you want this to go, like you are in charge, sir. Hopefully we have time at the end to kind of discuss more and I have questions or if people watching have questions. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm only gonna do 10 of the 19 poems because I broke it up into five sad ones of me crashing and burning and five of self-realizations. Love that. Um, so pretty much I'm just gonna read it and then I'll give you my, I guess, mental breakdown behind it. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, right? And then yeah. some fun Q&A. <laughs> cool. Well, this is the book. <laughs> um, so just a quick disclaimer, because I know it does get confusing, because it is called Falling, but the first poem is Fallen. I wrote it as I saw myself falling. So in this context of the English language, it's me, you know, it's an action of, you know, declining in life. And then I start the book already on the floor. Um, I know when this got released, some people were like, okay, did he mean it this way or this way? But like, that's what I meant. It's, it's meant I'm taking the ride of why I fell. Okay, perfect. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> the first poem I'm going to read is Fallen Angels, the first one, yeah. The strength of my wings, as strong as the earth's core, but somehow managing to dismantle. They say six and stones won't break my bones, but they don't tell you that cruel people and self-sabotage can break your spirit. It's easy to be a beautiful goddess one day and a falling angel the next. I build up so much, but suddenly I'm crashing and burning. As I fall to prepare for her death, I hope my wings are what's left. I do believe in destiny and reincarnation. Maybe this fire that I'm in can release the ashes for a phoenix to rise again. To the world, sorry for being so weak. As I descend into eternity, I hope my legacy becomes eternal. Remember, as strong as someone may seem, as high as someone can be, it's easy to hide the truth inside. Sometimes life is a scary roller coaster ride. Let this be a lesson to always count your blessings. Remember, as high as you can go is as low as you can feel. To be that strong phoenix, you have to trust your inner beauty. I love that. I'm just pulling it up <laughs> on my end just because I'm an audio slash visual person. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I want to be able, because there's definitely, so I don't know if you guys knew this, but there is obviously I purchased the book. You got to support your friends. And I told Tony, I was like, yo, there's certain poems that I actually like really, really connected with. And I wanted him to read. So I kind of just sent him a couple 
for him to pick from. Um, because as we go through, I do, there's certain lines specifically that I do want to talk to you about. Yeah, totally. Um, this first one for me was really real. Um, I got home from a party last year and I just saw my life sort of like not in the way I wanted to be. Like, not that I have control issues, but more so like I like to control like, you know, my health, like my career, my art. And I right. felt like life was just getting out of my hands, you know? Um, so pretty much, yeah, this is a, it was just like sort of a foreshadow. This poem I wrote was like, if you don't fucking stop this, you are gonna be somewhere where you don't want to be. <laughs> and isn't that the worst? It's like when you know you're hurting yourself and it's like, you're I, aware. Yeah, it's hard, man. Like I'm, I'm an advocate for mental health. I go to therapy weekly and I'm hyper aware as a human and I'm not perfect and I'm super empathetic. So I'm really aware sometimes where I do see myself declining and it sucks because you will see yourself crashing. Yeah. Um, but hopefully everyone out there or can get help have the strength to rise up. You know? Love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so my second poem is Poem 6, Blue Jay. I, this is my mom's favorite, actually. I love this one. Aww, shout yeah. out. <laughs> Here we go. Mr. Blue, where have you been? You were so cuddly and lovable, now just a tarnished soul. Mr. Blue, where have your feathers gone? Blue is the color of the ocean. Blue represents cold. Mr. Blue is light as the sky. Mr. Blue is warm like the sun. Mr. Blue left his nest this morning. The journey... No one knows. Maybe Blue is somewhere flapping his wings. Mr. Blue can see no more. I woke up to a strange bird this morning, one of orange and red feathers. He looked at me as if he knew me already. Those black eyes I can't forget. Mr. Blue, is that you? <laughs> yeah, I love this one because I, I hope you guys have the reference. I was Mr. Blue falling with these black eyes and out of nowhere I saw a foreshadow of a rising phoenix visited my window and have the same eyes as me. So the tarnished blue soul of cold and no soul inside and a broken heart is becoming a fiery bird. Ooh, okay, mm -hmm. yeah. Not gonna lie, I'm like <laughs> not the best with poetry and allegories and all that stuff. So I'm really happy that we got to, like we're getting this chance for you to kind of break yeah. things down. Yeah. Hashtag AP English right here. <laughs> <laughs> Lit 101. <laughs> Literally. We lit. lit 101. Um, I, every time I read Mr. Blue, I always, like, get choked up. So I'm like, oh, my God. I, when I wrote it, I didn't – I wasn't thinking of the metaphor. And I wasn't thinking of the foreshadow. Because when I write, it's therapy. I don't even write to write a book. I just write my feelings into poems. Um, and it was wild, man. That was, like, uh, yeah. It's, I think it's honestly one of my best poems in this book. Um Aww. Yeah, I think this one you like, Sabria. This one's next. Uh, it's poem seven. This is me. Oh, stop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> this, one, this one's deep. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Curled up in fetal position, wondering if I'm ever going to escape. Why did this happen to me? Someone that just wants to share their love. Ended up in a dark world full of monsters and users. Never before have I met an abuser. Suddenly, my life has turned around. Hitting rock bottom, more like hitting never-ending reality, I wanted something pure, not fatal. Offering light and love swallowed by these demons, I need a candle for my optimism, lost in this cave of life. Searching and seeking for a way out, fighting obstacles and hurdles, my inner goddess has come out, let darkness become light. Light be the guidance to the truth of the universe. My mission is to be free from the truth that is me. Um, yeah, wait, Sabrina, I want to hear why you like this one. This one is okay. deep. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> kind of like, 
so kind of like how you were talking about, um, once again, like self-sabotage and like, kind of like being in that space where you're like in that downward spiral and you're just at your worst. Um, around June, so like around the time you released the book, I was really dealing with my mental health a lot. Like starting from probably, like the decline started at the end of March and then it just like peaked in like April and May and like June, like end of May, June is when I was trying to start kind of like building myself back up. So reading, like, I think literally the, the first like two lines, like curled up in a fetal position, wondering if I'm ever going to escape, why did this happen to me? It's, it, it, once again, it's like, you can't control just like with the whole thing with like unemployment happening and like things getting shut down. And specifically, someone that just wants to share their love, ended up in a dark world full of monsters and users, never before have I met an abuser. And for me that and I feel like we relate, we're both ruled by Venus, you know, Taurus, yes. Libra, and <sighs> we're so full of love and light. And literally all I want to do is love. All I want to do is give love. And, and it's not like I give love, to, like, and to re- have someone reciprocate, reciprocate. <laughs> you know the word, y- y'all know yeah, the word that I'm okay, trying to yeah, say. Yeah. yeah. And, but to realize that certain people that you loved weren't didn't actually really love you or they actually like used you that's so heartbreaking that like you're in a fetal position because and you're just constantly ruminating and be like how did i miss this how did i miss this you start blaming yourself absolutely um the internal dialogue too could be a monster that's why in the poem my mission is to be free from the truth that is me um when you start getting that also self-doubt headspace like is this personal to me back Am I giving too much? You know, my life is horrible. And you start, you know, your inner savage, the devil, whatever you want to call it, whatever your name is for it on your shoulder is coming at you, right? So my mission is to like shut that voice up, right? I just want to give love. Like, why is there an internal conflict? Why are there people using people? Why are there this low key drama, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to read Glow's comment. I don't know if you read it. Um, Proud of you both for self-reflecting in such powerful ways. Thanks, Flo. It's um, tough. Flo it's so tough, supportive. but it's easier. Yeah, no, literally every y'all better go to her page, go to the local festival and watch her set. Oh, she, she killed it. Oh um, my god. Her singing is phenomenal. Gloria, you are amazing. Angel. You are a star. She's absolutely beautiful. Shine bright. Shine bright yeah. like a diamond. Um, mm. and then there was one more note that I wanted to make before you move on to your next poem. Um, I don't, I think you said something about like, I I don't know if you said this exactly, but like caring too much. Have you ever had anyone ever give you feedback? Like Tony, you care too much or like you give care to the wrong people or like, Oh my God, you don't understand. I have this conversation, so we are consistently. So one thing this year I've been working on is I'm realizing I'm super empathetic. So like, I feel things. Like I could be in a train and just a stranger could walk on and I'm getting overstimulated by good and bad energy, right? I'm working how to build a shield. So when I see two friends fight, I am always taking on the mom role, even though no one's telling me to do it. And I'm jumping in because I feel that pain or I feel that like weird, you know, anxiety building up in between them. And then I'm always cut ends or I get really upset from it. And I'm learning that like, I do care too much. And there has to be, it's beautiful to care. It's beautiful to be kind. But if you're going to dive into things that like you shouldn't even be in (laughs) and it's going to cause trauma, you have to sort of protect your aura. You have to protect your realm. Protect your energy, yeah. 
And that's something I'm learning. Like, it, you, sh I mean, you should care about all things in the world, like how we're doing human trafficking, fundraising right now, and like, you know, with political stuff and, and LGBT rights and women rights. Um, there, and you know, Black Lives Matter. There's there definitely are things that like you ha you know you should be involved in. But if it's like stupid shit, like two friends fucking arguing over like you kiss the guy I like, or like they have their own internal drama that's been going on for months, you shouldn't be diving in and taking that on. You know what I mean? Things like right, that. exactly. Yeah. Love yeah. that. <laughs> I feel like I'm like a mental life coach at this point because I went through so much shit this year. Like, <laughs> no, wait, bro. Advice. It's like, I mean, it's weird. Like the year, who would have thought that just when the world stopped, that time is going to move so fast, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Honestly, I agree. I, I think when the world stopped, you know, but I'm hoping people use this as self-reflection times. But um, I agree. Uh, this year has flew by. <laughs> like, Insane. Oh, Omar joined. Hi, birthday boy. That's birthday boy. That <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, We're just reading different excerpts, and the previous one was seven, and then that is This Is Me. And for the new folks that just joined in, just want to do like a quick plug saying Falling Angel, Rising Phoenix, you can purchase um, <sighs> Amazon, um, Barnes and Nobles, Goodreads, Walmart ebook, and he has physical and digital versions. Yes. <laughs> Loves it. Okay. All right. So we'll jump into uh, my next one, poem eight. It's Dark Twisted Fantasy. Anyway, it's a little Halloween-y, actually. And you put up the right thing at the right time. Right? Ooh. You're clicking. Your wig's clicking. All right. Here we go. Gremlins, ghosts, vampires, and this dark twisted fantasy. Vivid dreams, night terrors, restless mornings, when will I see the light? Overworked and overused, crashing and burning, when do I learn the fine line? An incubus sucking the life out of me. Lifeless in the dark twisted fantasy, a spider with only six legs, sacrificing body parts to be a part of this fantasy, not knowing this fantasy is a natural disaster. You live and you learn, right? Then why is this twisted fantasy on repeat? Like a ghost with a restless soul, I am embodied by the lies of this dark, twisted fantasy. So I know oh, you're uh, a barb. The, the so boyfriend sorry. just joined. I know. I Hi. I know you're a barb, and I'm a barb, too. So immediately, of course, when I think dark, when I first saw Dark Twisted Fantasy, I thought of Kanye's intro on his um, album. And Nikki, of course, opens it up. So That's, is it similar? Uh -huh, like, okay, uh -huh. cool. Um, I literally, so when I write though, so like writing is therapy for me, right? Like I'll, I'll write my feelings in poetry, but I write to music. <laughs> so I will listen to a song that will get me either I'm, I'm crying to it, uh, you know, I'm, I'm emotionally hit by it, or I feel like a bad bitch, right? Right. Like my next few poems that are coming up were more light poems of how I like rose from the occasion. And those were like our more Bobby pop songs, but I wanted something very Halloween-y. I wanted something to put this dark realm I put myself in my environment for self-sabotage as like an aesthetic of like, there's spiders and, and, and ghosts and all this trying to come at me and how do I escape? Like, how did I make my life a cave? You know what I mean? I made it a cave. Wow. And, I, and then you become a restless soul, right? When you overwork your body and your, your life is spinning out of your control, you become restless because you don't even know who you are at that point. And you, it's like the concept of 
not doing anything is so foreign or the concept of just like stop like mindfulness and stopping and breathing and like it's 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 tough when your brain is just on go well go, think go, go. about when you have anxiety right like i'm learning yeah. in therapy breathing techniques but like you realize that once you breathe or meditate you're much calmer <laughs> we yeah. forget that our body we could tell our body how to act you know what i mean like use your fucking brain and and sorry for cursing but like it's, no, no, it, no, I, what i'm saying right now is what i tell myself like when i get anxiety moments in my head i'm literally telling myself like use your effing brain and like breathe like calm down but it's hard though because when you're spiraling you're not thinking like that you know what i mean but exactly you, you like that's why like when you know we're, like i said we both really like advocate and talk about mental health is like um last month was suicide prevention month and i feel like people who are dealing with suicidal ideation or like when people do end up completing a, a suicide attempt people don't realize like when you're in that state like you're not thinking right like like no one wants to kill themselves but your brain is your brain can turn on yourself like your brain can turn you against yourself exactly. and it's and even like with me like something simple like a night guard like I started kind of like panicking because I was gagging and then I was like wait Sabria just breathe and then my whole body just came down so even though breathing is something natural to us we tend to forget that we can actually be more in control of it absolutely um Sebastian. It's, hey, hi, Sebastian. Uh, also, America has to get their shit together. The healthcare system, I'm sorry, but why is mental health not, like, covered like that? Like, some sessions are only 15 and you're cut off. Like, some people need a therapist four times a month. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just give them 15 sessions. And also, it is so hard to find uh, a psychologist or psychiatrist with insurance. A lot of them 100%. are out of network. A lot of them will charge you, like, $200 of your 20% co-insurance payment. And it's like, people are freaking dying because we're not getting help, okay? People, you know, there, there's so many underlying issues in this country because people are too scared or are not covered to figure out their, what's going on in their brains, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah, I have a whole discussion on that too and how mental health should be protected in insurance. Like, if my arm's broken and I'm covered, my fucking brain should be covered, okay? 100%. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, whatever but yeah I you know, I see Omar said preach is so true Omar's obviously one of my best friends I discussed about his birthday but he's one of my friends that gets this and advocates for it too you know mental health is so key um, but yeah yes Owen amen <laughs> amen um, okay so we have one left of my sad poems of me. Oh, another photo. Oh, it's a sad poem still? All right, hold yes, on. Yes, no, poem. I, well, this, this is the last sad one. I'm about to rise. So like, you could throw on another one if you want. Yes. <laughs> yes, my friend I Richie actually um, edited that for my like uh, release of my book. And then I took that photo shoot like last summer actually. Um, okay, sure. Yeah, so this next poem is poem 11 and it's invisible poem. This one's a little sad too, but here we go. Do you see me feeling like a new coat of white paint on a wall, blind as a bat, feeling like a line on a piece of paper? What we could have is no more. You're oblivious, you can see no more. My signs were strong and real. Your acknowledgement was weak and fake. I believe in strength and unity. You believe in just using me. I believe in trust and honesty. You believe in hoeing and dishonesty. I guess wounds do heal. You're in an endless treadmill and I'm rising like the sun while you have your fuckboy fun. This phoenix has learned his worth. Always know this fire is rebirth. Woo! 
So I want to take a guess that something to do with a relationship, a toxic partner, ex-partner, that yeah. was like a liar, cheater, et cetera, et cetera. Like, tell, tell us more. So, you know, this book, I didn't even intentionally make it like a mental health book, but uh, obviously all my demons are in this shit. <laughs> um, so I, I dated someone, I won't say his name out of respect, but I dated someone about three and a half years ago and it was verbally abusive and physically abusive. Um, and I, have, I worked on something and it's savior complex. A lot of us have it, mm -hmm. um, especially a lot of females, a lot of gay men have it. Um, we, we sometimes take on this role, right? That we're so broken and wounded and we have to fix ourselves that we dive ourselves into someone else's and usually a partner that could be toxic, their issues. Right. And, you know, we talked about being empathetic and caring too much with savior complex. You're taking that, but it's really avoiding things you need to work on from your childhood and you're throwing it into a, a partner, right? And, uh, you know, women, like I'm gonna say, women can also, you know, have that kind of like, abusive but a lot of it is men tendencies right it's just the wiring of that that we see in nature right and i was in that i was trying to save someone that you know like i'd be hit i'd be cursed at um so this is sort of like i i don't know why i threw it in this section because it wasn't this is something from years ago it wasn't from last year when i was crashing but i just like woke up one day and i was like fuck my savior complex why did i let someone disown me for six months yeah that's also self-sabotaging myself like i should not let someone treat me like shit you know what i mean like that's no um but yeah <laughs> um there's something i did want to touch on thank you for sharing that um like i don't think i even knew that you were going through that I'm an open um, book nowadays, you know, like, I, if we're, if we want people to work on their mental health and we want people to feel like it's, an, it's the norm and not you have to share, stigma, yeah. you have to share your stories. I share my stories because I hope one day if someone goes through the shit that I went through, they're able to speak up about it because it is normal. It is normal to not be okay. And it's also normal to go fucking see a therapist. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. over the stigma and I'm, I'm trying to be living proof of that. Same. Yeah. Um, and you're like a reason, like, I'm a shamelessly plug myself real quick at S-A-B-R-I-Y-U-H. I posted a thing um, just talking about mental health and I have another post, but I told Tony, I was like, Tony's the reason and who inspired me to kind of be more open, speak more about myself and to write. Oh, and to, um, of course, and to touch on that point, I feel like when we talk about domestic violence, we really don't really acknowledge it in same sex couples. And it happens, but for some reason, we don't educate, we don't talk about it, we don't bring awareness to it. And I don't um, fucking know yeah. why that is, but we should. Uh, we should. I think it's because um, men, I mean, it, you know, we see a lot of movies of like a woman being beat by a man, right? Um, I think it gets normalized in, in gay culture, which is sad because you have two men, so you think like testosterone and like, we're gonna fight it out or be more aggressive, but like, that's not okay. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of gay men sweep it underneath the rug because I definitely know I'm not the only gay guy that has been in abusive relationships. It, it, some people normalize like slapping across the face or like rough punching that is actually more of a rough punch. It's actually a real punch, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, those little things it should not be normalized in the gay community, you know? Um, exactly. Yeah. Damn. No. But yeah, so now going into lighter things. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> rise, the rise part two, everyone. Literally. Want to read? Yeah. Glow. Yeah. Um, 
So my next five poems are actually the other side of my books. I also, I like to write my book as if it's a play or like a novel where I'm taking you literally on a journey. Um, so part two is called Rising Phoenix. So it's nothing but poems about being that bad bitch, that inner goddess, that rising phoenix, whatever you want to label it, that is what this is. Um, <laughs> so my first poem means a lot to me. It's, it's poem 12 and it's called New Beginnings. because it, it was that aha moment I had where I was like, you know what, you're Antonio fucking Lorenzo. Like, fuck up, sis. Like, <laughs> Tell me Nana. Tell me Nana, you know, like that. Yeah, all right, I'm just gonna read it. <laughs> I'm soaring a plane going 500 miles per hour. Where's my destination? It's called my new life. I've crashed, I burned, I fell, I lost. I learned, I searched, I found, I won. Rising like the sun, this newfound love, he awakened my inner solar eclipse. You may want to close your eyes because this phoenix is fully equipped. Hey. <laughs> so tell me, tell me, when did you realize, like, did you write this right when you started going upwards or like, was it already when you were in a better space and then you started reflecting and wrote it? Uh, it was definitely when I was in a better space. So I also write really quick, all these poems I wrote in one week. Um, I I saw myself crashing really? from last summer all the way till this past February. And then there was one day I looked in the mirror, I literally like looked in the mirror and I was like drunk at like two in the morning. And I literally I said, what the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, I was like, no, this is like not cute anymore. Um, and yeah, uh, that's it. I just realized like I'm, over um, people using me. I'm also over being um, distracted by my goals because right. I distract myself. That's my inner saboteur. Um, also people distract you and also temptation, drinking, going out, like bad food. You know, just, there's all these things, you know, it depends on who you are as a person. But for me, it was those temptations that I was actually diving into and not realizing like who my true self is, you right. know? Um, but yeah, that, the poem's just a kickstart to be like, use this motto, your phoenix is fully equipped and keep going. Your phoenix is fully equipped. That's yeah. such an IG caption, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, maybe I'll be a rapper one day. I'm just going to spit these bars out. <laughs> yes! I love it. I'm going to be like a writer for Nikki. I mean, I actually have the goals. <laughs> Listen. She's yeah. on maternity leave, so she needs someone to help her. Yeah, that's true. And M5, <laughs> she got her next album coming up, so. Red D. Also, her son is a Libra, so we can talk about that. Like, Oh, that's so true. Damn. And she's she a knew. son herself. Yeah. She knew. No. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, they, you know, that, that's great, though, because Nicki Minaj is a Sagittarius, so having a Sag and Libra combination is perfect. So hopefully, obviously, as he grows up and develops, um, they have a great relationship because at least astrological-wise, they should. Aw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's something we're going to talk more about. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that later because I got tops of astrology and all that to prove it later. We'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So the next one is called Cheers to Me, and it's poem 14. All right. Feeling high, almighty, so divine, I want to make myself mine. I salute to the goddess within me from fire to stars, celebrating self-acceptance, self-trust, loneliness. The inner beauty has awakened an energy in me. Who knew that I didn't need you? This whole time, it was me that needed me. Cheers to me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so this is you celebrating yourself. Well, I think, you know, we always, we hardly talk about self-love in society. So not only does mental health stigma need to go away, 
we also need a self-love agenda because I think people are too afraid to even say that they're pretty because then you come off cocky. Like, mm -hmm. fuck that. You should be telling yourself every day why you're amazing. My therapist makes me write a list of why I, what, what are five things I like. And it was the hardest thing to do. He, he was like, Antonio, actually sit down and write what you like about yourself. And I felt so weird complimenting myself. I was like, um, I guess I'm ambitious. Uh, I, I try to be an open book, <laughs> uh, this and that. And, and he's like, why are you doubting yourself? I'm like, I don't know. I feel weird. Like, commenting. I kept complimenting myself. I don't want to come off cocky. And he's like, you're allowed to be yourself and be proud of your work. Um, so yeah, like, like Gloria said, affirmation is key, but also affirmation to ourselves, right? Like we always get it through people or we get it through drugs or alcohol or food, you know, these things that are saying that are temptation, it's all linked. Um, I want affirmation for myself. I want it to be good enough where I am so proud to live every day and be my authentic self. Um, and that's what this is. Like, I don't, I don't need a man. I don't need an abuser. I need, I, the whole time I needed me. I was lost in alcohol other things like fuck that right I mean, yeah <laughs> i needed yourself yeah love it oh i tell you um all right so my next poem this one's fun this is when you're like a feel good we'll get into it after but it's called uh ruler of the night um so this is okay number 17, 17. yeah Ruler of the night, answer my limelight. Mixed signals like a yellow traffic light. Head on car collision, I'm feeling like dynamite. Like Mercury in retrograde, I'm feeling pulled and lost. But the energy of the moon helps me become a creature of the night. I'm a ruler of the night, lurking around these busy streets, dodging traffic, looking for an alternative route. Ooh. Yeah, so this one is just that moment of like, celebrating you right so we had me rising up with new beginnings then we had cheers to me and now i'm like i'm about to go fucking out whether it's with my girls my gays or myself and i'm about to celebrate my new me and it doesn't be alcohol i just want to be in a badass outfit and i want to walk around the streets of manhattan and do me and pretty much uh when i ended it the last line is looking for an alternative route i'm gonna look for a new route that won't make me dislike myself you know it won't it won't sabotage myself exactly cool i love yeah. that and of course dashes of the moon and mercury retrograde that astrology popping out yeah especially october birthday month right here we have four moons this 20 month. days of nana 20 days of nana we started october 1st with a harvest moon baby <laughs> <laughs> i literally just got the moon tattooed on on my wrist oh wow yeah i love that yeah um cool so now i have two more left we're gonna do number 18 rolling through life oh this is um, one of my favorites yeah this one's fun uh i feel so high and mighty like my friend molly eh? i roll through <laughs> the day strolling bypassing and observing who knew being a wallflower could be so fun blending in unbothered receiving good energy i feel inspired i feel free free to love free to rediscover it's a pinnacle to know who you are. It's important to love yourself, but it's also important to have fun. My hair is loose, my clothes are wrinkled, I'm sweating, my heart is racing. All these thrills, so much excitement, I can't contain. My rising phoenix fire is bursting. I'm ready to ascend, but for the last few moments of observing, I've learned. Maybe the world isn't so bad. Keep all these lessons learned for the day that I return. I don't have to return as a fallen angel, but as a loving human. Maybe the world isn't so bad. Um, this one has a lot of combinations into it. So 
I obviously took experiences of playing with some things. Her name's Molly. <laughs> uh, and then She's I... She's my friend too, mutual. You know, mutual friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and it's the poem after like going out and celebrating myself. So it's pretty much a poem. So in the story, it's, it's a me, I'm about to go back to heaven, right? This angel, got fiery wings, is coming back up. Um, and I'm, I'm realizing that before I go up, I'm realizing that I am empathetic. I'm allowed to have fun. I'm allowed to have my fun in my own way without, without um, to, you know, getting tempted and then sabotaging myself because I never really wanted that. And it's, it's all these epiphanies and realizations I have through my journey and then I'm about to go back up. Love that, okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I think a lot of us can definitely relate, especially keep all these lessons learned because the whole point I feel like is of going through the bad shit is because it's it, like these, what's the term? Like hard lessons? like. Yeah, like they're legitimately hard lessons because you learn them from your bad times. And once yeah. you get whatever you get from that experience, and I think even like Glow talked about this in her set too, um, you just use that to be better and to do better in the future. Yeah. I, I mean, think about it, like pre-COVID, right? Like if you had a breakup with your boyfriend or girlfriend um, or you just had a bad day and then, or say you had a bad week, like, you know, God forbid someone died or like say you're just shitting on yourself about life or self-sabotaging. You know that moment when you finally go out with a friend and you're, just, you're, you're receiving all this good energy and aura and people are giving you affirmation, you feel good, whether it's a glass of wine or you're going out. This is what this poem's about. It's that feeling of being so low and that first day of being with people that feed your energy and your aura and being so happy. That's exactly yeah. what this poem is about, yeah. It's always important, everyone. Have people who actually give a shit about you around you. Yeah, or like can feed your energy like quietly. Like, if you're with a partner, you know, sometimes with partners, you don't even have to talk to them. We could both be sitting on a couch watching a movie, right? But yes. you feel so good inside because of their energy is feeding you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's it. I mean, your, your auras are talking, you know? Love that. And then now we have number 19, yeah, Fresh Air. The last one of the book, number 19. It's called Fresh Air. Let's do it. Bright light, circulating moment, self-trust, forget doubt. I have a new approach. Why do we always talk about the butterfly? The caterpillar is a symbol of a slow but worthy journey. Take your time. Self-reminder, stay positive, breathe in, breathe out, for this new chapter is as refreshing as fresh air. I think that's such a great way to close the book. It's well, I think my uh, biggest line is why do we always focus on the butterfly when the caterpillar is a bigger symbol? We always forget that the journey is more important because you learn the lessons on the journey. You know, mm -hmm. we're always like, I want to be the butterfly, you know, like I, you know, beautiful, da da da. It's like, nah, bitch, the caterpillar has like <laughs> more, it, it, the caterpillar needs more wisdom. That kills, you know what I mean? Like, that's true. I'm, I'm about to be 29 and I'm still learning things about myself right now. Like this year, I'm mentally health, you know, woke. Um, I'm learning about empathy. I'm learning about love again. Like, I started dating again. I haven't dated in three years since my abusive relationship. And like, it's these things that, like, who, who knew I would need 29 for that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you think that yeah, I, I should know that in society by 25, right? Or some kind of, like, age that we're told in movies. And, all of these ages are up. arbitrary and all bullshit. Well, that's the thing. How... It's like, I'm still a caterpillar, and I probably won't be a butterfly till I die, to be honest. Because I, I still, I think life is worth learning things, even when you're 40 and 50. Like, 100%. I still want to learn shit when I'm 65. Like, I don't want to know everything right away. Like, I want to keep growing as a human. Like, who knows what I'll even know about myself in 10 years? Yeah, or how you yeah. change. People always say, like, you know, when people be like, oh, my God, you changed. And it's like, 
and like change doesn't always necessarily mean something negative. No, change means growth. As long as, as long as you're not a toxic person and you don't mean harm and you are actually diligent and and um, and sweet and you're here for kindness, your growth, your change is good growth. Um, as you just be a fucking good person. It's not that yeah, hard. Yeah, it's not and, that and hard. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's it. And you and you're gonna make mistakes though, right? You are gonna slip up. You know, you're gonna have a moment whether you're drunk or not, and something comes up, or you know, some weird ass drama shit. But if you're a good person and immensely aware and emotionally intelligent. You could fix it as an adult, talk about it, and then move on. Exactly. Wow, thank you again, everyone. Falling Angel, Rising Phoenix. Um, we have roughly about 20-ish minutes left, a bit less than 20. Um, so I kind of want to talk more about you, Mr. <sighs> Lorenzo. Me? Okay, <laughs> so... Um, so y'all, I've known Tony for uh, literally since like 2016. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. He was like my first friend at my old job. Literally, it's insane. Um, and how I've met Tony, he's in the time that I've known him, I've he's a dancer, he's a model signed to NYMMG. Yep. Um, yep, multi talented man. So yeah, how do I dancer, model, um, writer? Um, and you have your own podcast. We're going to get a bit into that too. Um, influencer, ambassador has, you know, I feel like in society, they always say like, be very, very good at one thing and don't do a bunch of different things. But I kind of relate to you in the fact, like, I want to do all these different things. And I feel like you show that it is possible. So how did you, how do you balance doing all these things and making sure that you're not half-assing anything? So I love you to ask this question because this is where my self-sabotage also comes out to play sometimes. So A, you're right. A lot of agencies will say, you know, I, I've, I've heard it for years. I've been modeling now for, let me get eight, nine years and I've been acting for five now. So like people are like six, one thing, da, da, da. And it's like, I'm sorry, but people like Gaga, Beyonce, they changed the game. Like if you look at them, they're doing 10 things. Like Beyonce acts in her music video and makes pretty much films at this point. Right. right, singing and dancing, and Gaga has a fucking Oscar. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, and a whole ch charity foundation. And she and just wrote a book. Too. Like, yeah. she just wrote, and she's a makeup company. Or like, look at Rihanna. Like, in multiple businesses. Like, if, if people have like, as an artist, you sh I don't believe that you should just have one skill. I mean, I, I feel like creativity is sort of like it, it's its other realm. Like, you're gonna evolve, right? Or you're or you're gonna want to change it. Maybe in five years, you're an actor. And then you like learn how to direct or, or like you get yeah. right behind a camera. You start producing films, who knows? It's about um, growth as well. Yeah. So my thing is like being a Libra, I'm a thorough sign into that. Sometimes we do take on a lot of projects. Um, and sometimes we will have to ask them at first because we're, we love so many things. Like I'll, in my computer, I'll have 20 tabs open. It's like psychology today, oh, God, then it's like astrology shit, but then it's like three things to submit for acting. And then it's like a choreo class on my YouTube channel. And it's like, you know, but I'm learning that it's something that I'm also learning with my therapist that I'm a lot of like this and, and have a lot of projects, but take one thing at a time. So if I wake up and I have some side work, I'll be like, okay, today I'm going to do a podcast episode and I'm going to cork up tomorrow. I will do a singing lesson and this. So it's sort of like trying to do two out of the talents a day. And then whenever you get booked, obviously you just focus on that. So say my agency sends me out an audition next week and I book acting or a job or like a model job. I'm just modeling for two days. I'm pausing every other you know, hobby slash creative aspect of mine and then going back into it. Yeah, okay, I'm definitely taking those tips. I suck at organizing yeah. and I suck at blo blocking up, blocking out time. 
So it really is just about like dedicating and telling yourself like, all right, this is all of what I'm going to do today. Or like for the next two hours, I'm just going to focus on this. It's, it's hard though. I mean, we're millennials, like a majority of us have a spectrum of ADHD. It's, I mean, it's, it's proven. So like a lot of us can't focus because also we have technology everywhere. We have an iPhone yeah, next to us. Some say. of us work on Macs. So, um, it's going to happen. You know, I, even the most famous people probably are distracted and they have managers to be on their ass. You know, they, they have That's assistants. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, it's really, it's, it's just discipline to be honest. Um, just, but it's all, it's all right to also half-ass and then fix it. Like sometimes I'll like go into the studio and half-ass my routine and then I'll be on my way home being like, oh, I should add these like three extra eight counts and fix this shit. And then I fix it and then it comes out great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's about correction and just doing it and also like staying um, inspired. <laughs> um, let's talk about some of your other projects. I know you, I, I didn't even realize you do choreo classes on YouTube. Well, I was teaching for a while, yeah. So I was doing when COVID started. I was actually teaching the school that I um I usually would teach at. Right, um, I remember. I was teaching like online, like I would send them the YouTube link, um, and that's it. And then I was taking classes through like websites and stuff as well. Okay, cool. And then, so I know you have your podcast. Talk a little bit more about that. What made you want to start a podcast? Obviously, you're articulate. And <laughs> Thank you. I I try to articulate like all my thoughts. Um. I never want to come off the wrong way or I try not to. Like, again, I'm not, you know, I'm human, so it's going to happen. <laughs> um, so I started a podcast because I was like, you know, I'm a new writer. I'm not, I, and I'm not one of those like, la ha 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 kind of writers where like, you know, I, I want to like shit on everyone with reviews and stuff. So I was like, the best way to promote myself, promote my work, but also talk about mental health and things that I'm opening up with this year is I'm going to talk about it on a podcast. Um, and that's it. I literally just downloaded this app, Anchor, which is partnered with Spotify. They're an amazing app, super user-friendly. Um, and I really got into the flow of, like, I feel like people want to hear what I have to say. And I'm not to be cocky about it, but, like, I talk about real shit. Like, I'm talking about creativity. I talk about empathy, uh, being cheated on, gay culture, love. Like, I feel like this is what people are scared to talk about. And I have no problem spending an hour with um, my guests and talking about real mental shit i mm. really open up my brain and i spill and then i have them you know talk about their life and we just we go at it who are your guests like who is it like friends is it random strangers like uh, how do you fit friends. in the episode with the guest yeah so my first episode was my brother my friend that i have a really big empathetic connection with teresa um i did one with isabel uh, about creating yeah um with yemi as well because we did yeah, like, about dance. creativity dancing and empathy um, but then I hit up this app, Lana. I, I have a few autoimmune diseases, um, and I had COVID really bad. So I've been using this app, Lana, this year, just about like health regimens and trying to figure out how Lana. to, you know, you stay healthy as a 29 year old. Um, and I actually partnered up with him. I had an episode about health. Like no one really talks about autoimmune diseases. So I was like, that's I'm going to spend an hour talking about what we suffer daily, you know? Um, and that's it. And then I have, uh, I have a segment called Ting's Tea Time. Because uh, the podcast is called Nana Tings. It's on Apple, Amazon, and Spotify. And um, that's just me by myself. I'll have coffee, and I'll, I'll talk about 30 minutes of my epiphanies. You know when you wake up sometimes, and you just have, like, all these thoughts in your head, and you're like, yeah. how do I fucking get them out? Do I journal, or do I say them out loud? My team time is I'm going to sit and spill it. And I actually have an episode coming out in a few days about, like, you know, I'm new to dating again, so I talk about dating again, uh, compromising a, a relationship because dating someone is work. You have you have to put your ego to the side. 
and I'm not gonna lie, I mean, my boyfriend, I don't know if he's still watching this right now, uh, we may get into arguments here and there because I have, sometimes my ego comes into play because when you like someone or fall in love, it, you, you know, like my selfishness needs to be put to the side. Um, so I talk about that a lot in this episode coming up, so yeah. <laughs> what was the name of the health app? Can you spell it out? Wana? Like W-A-N-A? Yeah, it's W-A-N-A. Okay, perfect. I just want to make sure I heard it clearly because now I want to like use it because literally like after about almost losing my health insurance, like thank God, like it keeps getting extended. I literally, because I was working so hard, I was working like almost like 12 hour days. There was a time period where I was still working with you and I was working on my new job and like even working like with school. And I pretty much neglected my health because one, I was so focused on like money and like worrying about the stability aspect that I was like neglecting my actual health. So when I lost my insurance or was going to lose it, I'm going to eventually lose it. It kind of like kickstarted and made me think like, oh shit, like I haven't been taking care of myself. There's dental, vision, your regular like GP, gastro, like your ears, like literally everything. So I'm definitely going to check out that app. Also, people, you know, we have like less than 10 minutes left. So if you have any questions, like now's the time. But don't worry, I got some more. I got some more. Um, let's talk about astrology and what that means to you. Like you read birth charts. I like over, I like eavesdrop. This is what started off. I was like eavesdropping on you. And you're just saying certain things. And I was like, whoa, you read birth charts? Um, yeah. So I've been training to read like charts. Um, I've been doing tarot cards as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a really big believer in astrology, but as well as astronomy. So like, I know we have the whole horoscope thing. It's like, oh, we got every Leo or Libra or whatever today is going to get this. But I'm more about the char characteristic traits, right? I believe that when you were born, your coordinates, you know, time and place, and your rising combination with your moon really makes you who you are. Um, obviously, there's environmental things that happen, how you were raised, you know, uh, psyche development. There, there's all that, that are, that's added on to it. But there is a reason why a certain sign defines communication with another sign. Like, for example, like, not to keep bringing up my boyfriend, but like, this is a perfect example. He's a Capricorn and I'm a Libra. Oh, I love Cash. Yeah, but our communication is very opposite, right? Um, I'm very airy, uh, sometimes more of a selfish thinker right away. And I'm more like, let's just have fun, da, 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 you know? Like, Caps, not that they're not fun, but like, you know, they, they're just, they're good at like, you know, just, they're earthy. You know, um, and you also like um, specifying what they need to talk about, right? Or, uh, or not putting themselves first right away. They know how to like align and reassure with their partner, with a person. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just really into it. So I've been like learning about combinations and stuff like that. And that's why I got this tattoo. Uh, well, this is just to keep going. And then this guy, Dad Redux, he's amazing. He did this work. So I have the stars to keep going and the moon. And then yeah. I actually got wings for my book. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like, birthday because also I'm really into numerology and I put 1020 on my arm because I always see the time 1020 where whenever I'm on my phone it's my birthday but it's also the death anniversary of my grandpa and that's why I'm making Antonio and 1020 means that you are going to have obstacles in life but you're going to keep jumping over them and to keep fighting for what you want to accomplish and um my birthday this year is 10 20 2020 so oh my god yeah yeah in in the world of astrology and numerology and when a man usually sometimes a woman but i know for a lot of guys it's a later development with maturity when they turn 29 it's your return of saturn so you Ooh, start yes, yes. Day, your return of saturn means career change maybe moving relationship um how you make your money 
it's a lot of a growth to it. And I've been seeing that happen to me this year as well. But yeah, so these are some kind of astrology ideas and numerology and all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that stuff. Um, we have less than five minutes left. Is there anything that we haven't touched on that you'd like to say? Um, I feel like we touched on everything. I just, I, my message out there is to just love, spread love and don't be afraid to be hurt. Like, I feel like as an empath, like I take on pain too. Like if your heart gets broken, it's cry. You should, and you should cry. You should feel it, but don't be ashamed. Don't feel ashamed to cry. Like own your emotions and you'll grow from it. Yeah. The best bitches are the ones that could handle the lowest moments. Yes. We love Antonio too. <laughs> See, we're going to breathe and breathe out. Yeah, because when you're talking, no, because honestly, because talking about all the stuff and emotions and stuff, it does get, I don't want to say taxing per se, but it's over your body, it gets so overwhelmed with it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we live in a society that we, especially, you know, we're always told to uh, either man up or, you know, women aren't tough enough and this and that. And it's like, uh, no, we're human with a heart. Fuck gender. Like, 100%. Yeah. All that's all, <laughs> it's all a social construct, anyways. Everything is at this point. And I, no, I'm literally. To, yeah, like through my art and my work, I'm also trying to like break that down too. Like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> we're changing the paradigm. I got yeah. it. I got it. Um, for those of y'all who just joined in, we're about to wrap up. Uh, but don't worry, this will be posted on our channel. Thank you so much, Tony. I love you. I love the book. I love, I love everything about you. you. Um, yes, you know, if you yeah. need a guest on your podcast, you know. Yes, I would love to have you on. Yeah, uh, I don't know what I could do. This, DM me because I'm always down weekly for a collab. So please. <laughs> yes, um, and just a brief reminder. I do want to just kind of remind everyone: we are still accepting donations. Our link is in our bio. Um, one dollar donated is one entry to our giveaway. You follow, you like, and you tag a friend or a couple more friends in the comments, and then each tag is. Um, is an entry to the giveaway, which is also featuring Lift Up That Book. Come on, Lift Up That Book. Lift Up The Book. Featuring <laughs> that book. Yes. Um, but don't worry, if you can't win it, you can always purchase it anywhere and everywhere. Yes. <laughs> thank you again, my love. We shall chat soon. Yes, Have a great so day. And thank you for raising, raising awareness and money. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're about that life. Bye, Bye baby. <laughs> Talk to you later on Nana Tings.